planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. And here we are again on another episode of the Ever Black Podcast. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Nev. The show is proudly brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art Design and RW Promotion. Now, the guest on this episode is, of course, Dan Hawkins from The Darkness, whose killer new album, Easter is Cancelled, comes out on October 4th through Cooking Vinyl. The band have also recently announced that they're going to be heading back down under and New Zealand in March 2020. And man, I can't wait to see these guys again. They are just phenomenal live. And I've seen them a couple of times over the years. And uh, man, they just put on a one hell of a fun show. And it's, it's just hilarious, too. They're always uh, really funny. Real funny dudes. And uh, that's the thing about the darkness. It's, it's not only do they rock, but uh, they'll also make you laugh pretty hard. Especially with this album, Easter is Cancelled. And uh, the song Heavy Metal Lover, which uh, we spoke a bit about in the interview. Yeah, there's a few uh, epic death metal references in there that uh, a lot of uh, a lot of you listeners will probably get a good kick out of. Now, I will warn you guys that uh, it gets a little bit weird towards the end due to a bit of a shitty connection, but uh, it's worth it to hear Dan talk about uh, the new album, his metal roots, and uh, his charity work, doing marathons for type 1 di- diabetes. Uh, yeah, just a legendary dude. Awesome guitarist. Man, just... Um, what a legendary career as well. I mean, I remember seeing him at Big Day Out. We do talk about that as well, and they just blew me away. That's what sold me is when I saw him at Big Day Out and uh, just had everyone, everyone just eyes on them and just had a good time. Now, um, you can pre-order Easter is Cancelled now through JB Hi-Fi and all digital retailers and get your tickets now for The Darkness, Easter is Cancelled Australia and New Zealand Tour 2020. You can catch the boys on Wednesday, the 11th of March at the Metropolis in Fremantle, Friday, the 13th of March at the Enmore Theatre in Sydney, Saturday, the 14th of March at the Forum in Melbourne, Sunday, the 15th of March at the Gulf in Adelaide, Wednesday, the 18th of March at the Tivoli in Brisbane, and Friday, the 20th of March at the Power Station in Auckland. Tickets are on sale now through sbmpresents.com. Get them before they sell out. The Tivoli in Brisbane. Like, that's from where we are up here, and uh, they are just going to blow the roof off that place. It's going to be phenomenal. All right, before we go into the episode, we have to mention that it's brought to you by our good friends at Blacklight Art Design, who are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and uh, really top-quality work and good guys. www.blacklightad.com.au show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. www.rwpromotion.com.au Also, subscribe to our YouTube, our Spreaker, and of course iTunes podcast, where uh, all our episodes are being uploaded. Uh, We've also started recently putting them on Facebook, so while you're scrolling, you can... uh, Click on the link and uh, not miss an episode. Okay, so here is uh, my chat with the one and only Dan Hawkins from The Darkness. 
Easter is cancelled comes out on October 4 and you can get your tickets now for their upcoming tour next year. Enjoy, people. Hello. Hello, Dan. How's it going? Good, mate. Good. How are you? I'm really good, thanks. Sorry if I'm uh, a bit behind this morning. No, you're all good. Honestly, you, it's perfect. The last interview just finished and it overran, so it's perfect timing. Oh, cool, cool, excellent. Hang on, I'm just gonna. I'm in my car. My dogs start. You know, when dogs just know when you're doing shit and it's important. <laughs> kind of like when kids are. And you're, I'm so uh, glad. It's, I'm so glad that the interviewers have the same issues that that we do. <laughs> it's like literally sometimes. Sometimes it feels like my house is burning down around me, and I'm and I'm start trying to chat about the making of an album. It's like, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, currently, I'm currently painting. I'm painting my kitchen as we speak. Oh, at the same time? Yeah. It's, I, I found it actually improves my interview technique because I'm not <laughs> constant, I'm not overthinking my answers. <laughs> so what colour is it? Um, it's, uh, well, I'm currently, I'm on, I'm on the door frames, which are, is, is like a, a satin, a satin white. Yeah, like a, but not, not gloss. Just, you know, no. gloss is just a pain, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah, I've gone for, I've gone for satin. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you're you're having a good afternoon, or you know, painting the house and and uh, having a chat with us, man. It's uh, it's much appreciated. Talking of like disasters while on the phone during the interviews. Um, uh, so so far, I've basically knocked a can of paint over during one of the interviews, oh. um, and then I start, I, start, I get messages from um, from my wife because we've got a flat tire, um, so she's stuck in a car park in somewhere in wherever and. Trying to, so I'm, so I'm basically texting around, trying to organise my kids being picked up from nursery. All this is going on while I'm live on radio. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's not the first time it's happened. It's, uh, yeah. but uh, I, I hope we'll, we'll, we'll smash through it so you can uh, go. Yeah, go man. No, it's all good. <laughs> no, it's all good. Savage control, but. Uh, before we start, I just want to give a shout out to uh, my mate Mick and uh, his daughter Mabel. Now Mabel is two. Guess what her favourite yeah. band is? The Darkness. It is The Darkness. I was going to say it's not Slayer. Is The Darkness? She's, she's two. She's two. Mix just plays you guys all the time, and uh, I'm witness yeah. to this. As soon as it goes on, she goes crazy. Loves it. It's, really? <laughs> That's it's so cool. generational. My my son's you know? two years old. And and whenever I put the darkness on, he goes crazy in the in the other way. He absolutely hates it. <laughs> <laughs> he absolutely hates it. It's just weird. That is uh, that that is weird. But in the same you know in the same thing, it's sort of like a, it's a generational thing now. You know, it's starting to get passed on to that next. Does that blow you away? It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah, because I don't actually feel that old. You know, well, when I when I bend down to pick something up, yeah, sometimes. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm like, oh, it's it's just crazy. In my head, I'm like, you know, I'm 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 forever twenty one. Kind of thing. Well, you know that. I mean, what? I mean, you you're still pretty young. So, <laughs> so so we were. Um, I was I was twenty seven when I first made a penny for music, which is quite you know compared to a lot of younger bands really. I mean, mm. Bands tend to. You know, especially pop pop bands, I and mean, we were a pop phenomenon really at one point. I mean, Absolutely. I always consider consider us a hard rock band, but the success was um was a, was a pop success. So so we were quite old really so, for for that kind of level of success. I think. 
true, but I mean, of, of course, you know, you, you, the new Darkness album, Easter is Cancelled, comes out on October 4, and that album, man, I've been cranking it the last couple of weeks, and it's a hell of a lot of fun, dude. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's ever been an album that's called Easter is Cancelled. I think that's the first. Uh, I reckon, I reckon it's, it's definitely a one-off, that's for sure. It's, uh, <laughs> No, it's it's the weirdest album title of all time, possibly. One of them. I, I'm going to say one of the greatest. It oh, definitely thank you. made Good. me laugh. I laughed hard when I, especially when I saw the cover. I mean, you know, that could be interpreted in so many ways. You know, like when your kids are misbehaving, <laughs> Easter is cancelled. I've definitely used that one before. So, <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be used more in the future now. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be it's going to become zeitgeist. <laughs> it's it is. It's going to be on billboards. It's going to be everywhere. Uh, it's going to be in movies. You know, it'll probably be one of Arnold's. You know, kill kill catchphrases. You know, it'll be yeah, everywhere. Hundred everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's when Tarantino. It'll be just before um, you know, like a, a priest gets shot in a Tarantino film. Yeah. See. Right, it's, it's, there you it's go. Awesome. Where, where did um, where did it come from? Who came up with that? Um, so, uh, <laughs> my brother came up with that, I believe. Um, <laughs> I think we're, we're toying with the, the idea of this um, like concept album with you know the, the life and death and rebirth of rock and roll, and mm. trying to find sort of like images around you know that, that would do it justice and. Justin found this image of, of a really buff Jesus, you know, um, breaking off, breaking away from the um, uh, from the cross there, and and that, and that was it. It was like the the the, um, the punchline underneath it. He, he just put Easter is cancelled, <laughs> um, and it's just like yeah, <laughs> it's just so funny, so so funny, um, and uh, yeah, so we kind of took that around with it really. You know? I love it. Of course, my favourite song on the record is uh, Heavy Metal Lover. The, oh, the line, the line that got me is uh, "Make sweet love to hammer smashed face." <laughs> is, is that is that? I'm not even sure. Again, it's just his lyrics, but I think that is that a band by? Uh, is that a, a song by Cannibal? Is it Cannibal Corpse? Or That's like that? right. That's um, right. Someone really heavy, isn't it? I mean. That's right. And obituaries mentioned in there as well. Um, the well, that one I know because me and my brother listened to that album a lot when we were kids. And... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, you know, I, my, I, I was um, I was a drummer in a former life. I was a drummer in a thrash metal band, and, and um, I think we might have even like covered that. That's awesome. Hey, see, I you, I, I would never even known that. That's uh, that's incredible. Because I mean, I, I remember seeing you guys on the front cover of Metal Hammer. Oh, that's many many years ago. And uh, you know, I remember yeah. hearing you know a, a, you know I believe in a thing called love, and I was going, oh, these guys, they're hard, but they're not metal. But after listen, listening to you guys and, and going deep into it, I can definitely hear the metal influences in there. And it's especially on this new album, uh, you know, there's there's a lot more. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, this is the beauty of a um, of a concept album, really, is that you can kind of do whatever you want. And in fact, you know, you you, you, you need to basically do things that you haven't done before, otherwise, otherwise you've missed a golden opportunity to experiment, you know. So there, there are some songs on this album that uh, would have just been the weirdest thing ever on on a, on a normal partner's album, um, but, but it kind of makes sense. Or 
we get away with it, I think, because it's a concept album. <laughs> I think you can get away with it in general. I was actually thinking about it, that mm. you guys could rip out a cover of, uh, you know, a Slayer cover or something like that, and probably no one would blink an eye because it'd be kind of, people would be like, oh, they're doing it in tongue-in-cheek, or um, y- you could do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, that's true. I mean, I mean that's, the, that's the reality. I mean, like, at some point in my life, I was massively into Rain and Blood, for instance. You know, but literally, literally playing it um, with my mates in, the, in in whatever garage and and um, yeah, so it's kind of yeah, we have a, we have a broad a broad range of influences, and I think we've always been. I think we've always showed that we always try to not 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 necessarily show it, but we've we've, we've never shied away from it. Uh, that's that's what I love about you guys, and of course, I mean. You know, another thing about the darkness is you guys are so catchy. It's pretty fun to sing along, especially when I'm driving. But when it comes to the falsetto part, I blow out so hard, like <laughs> so bad. Do you find that when you're at watching, you know, you're playing live, that you know, when the crowd comes to those parts, the crowd does the same thing? Yeah, um, it's, uh, God bless everyone for um, for trying to trying to keep up with my brother, but just stop. You're not going to be able to do it. I mean, it's, it's a really weird, weird thing he's got going on there. When he's singing that power falsetto, like that mega mm. high pitched thing, it doesn't hurt him. It, it doesn't. It's that's the that's the easiest place for him to sing. Yeah. Um, it's when he when he does the lower lower range stuff, like mid range stuff. Like yeah, yeah. Other thing is like that's where the standard pitch is. That's when um, when it hurts him. It's so yeah. weird. That is strange. But, I mean, I could just imagine, you know, I've seen you guys before, but, I mean, you tour the world and you'd probably get to those parts and you go, please, please nail it to <laughs> all the crowd. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's always great to hear people. So Justin often sort of singles out people he thinks might be able to give it, give it a shot. And it's always really funny to hear people try and go for it. And every now and then we are surprised, you know. Somebody's yeah. Some of these um, guys are in you know, got an incredible range. Um, That's yeah, man. I wish I could. I wish I could. I'd like I do the death metal thing, and I'll stick. I'll stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, you're coming back down to Australia again in March next year, and which is awesome for us. And it seems like it's more of a regular thing now that you're back in action, come back down to Australia. And you've always seemed to have a very strong relationship with Down Under. Yeah, I, I guess. We've always been, we've always been like okay we're not at the same level everywhere in the world so if we were to like for instance in Scandinavia I mean we were quite big when on the first album mm. um, and then and then it turned out to be a very transitory audience and you know I think we we were playing we were playing in like um, Finland or something in February in 2013 or whatever. And uh, there was about 60 people there. At which point we went, right, screw this. We're not going. Let's just let's just cross Scandinavia off the list of places we go to, cause, and focus more on the countries that we are doing well in. Because mm. at this point, it's not we're not we're not going to we're not going to reinvent the wheel by playing to 50 people in in the you know in the in the middle of Finland. Um, so we kind of made an active decision to kind of spend more time. In the places that that we do well, and uh, luckily, um, Australia and New Zealand are, are um, have always been at the same level as the other places that we're quite successful in. So, so we're really big in Italy, 
and like pretty good in Spain. Germany's okay, and then Australia and, um, and New Zealand have always been right up there. You know, it's like it's like we're UK level, really. You know. Yeah, man, because we love you. We love you guys down here. And I remember seeing your first appearance at a big day out on the Gold Coast. I was there, and that was uh. Oh wow. Yeah, man. I, I, mean, I, I kind of said, oh, that, that was so good, wasn't it? That that big day out thing. Oh, oh my gosh. Do they still do that? Is that still no. a thing in Australia? Or? That's a no, shame, man. isn't it? It's done, man. Like, uh, yeah, I went to the last one. And, uh, man, I went to every single one pretty much from 97 onwards. Wow. And, uh, yeah, man, they, they had no more. I, we've got other why did they? Things. Why did they stop? Uh, the attendance, maybe. Like, it just really? wasn't what it was, man, yeah. Yeah, scene changed a lot. I can't that imagine that. It's like it was just such a great event. You know, it's oh. so that's exactly what it was an event. Yeah. It it was awesome, man. It was my childhood, man. You know what I mean? Like first yeah, yeah. first shows. You know, I remember '97 was my first year, which was Soundgarden, and Supergrass, and Fear Factory. Wow, God, yeah. really? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, bummer. <laughs> you know, we still got other ones. We got other ones, man. But uh, you know, you guys are touring and uh, still and doing some massive shows. I mean, you recently played with Toto this year, right? Yeah, Fuck yeah, that's really cool. We're we're always kind of doing. They're just they seem to be perpetually on tour, really. Um, and we we, we just finished a load of shows with uh, Ed Sheeran. So we were, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Main support for his homecoming. Kind of like he just finished this enormous tour, it's the biggest tour in the world. And um, like his homecoming shows, I mean, we played to about 350,000 people over the course of um, six days, I think it was. And um, we were main support. And you know what? Like people, people always sort of say, um, they're like, what, you know, what on earth are we doing on the day with, with bands like that or like or um, Lady Gaga and, and, and things? And it's like, well, you know what? We don't care. It's like, any chance you get to sort of move your your, your music in front of the new audience, like um, then it's fantastic, and uh, they really well, actually. And uh, you got the Kiss Cruise coming up too, man. That's sick. Who's that going to be? I was so pleased. I was so pleased with that. You know, it's a, it's just the, it was the timing worked out perfectly, perfectly. And um, yeah, I mean, I like Kiss. But I, I, I um, they're not one of my like childhood faves or anything, um, but. I went to see them in 2012, I think it was, when I came been over a year to see. And um, I'd never seen them before. And I didn't think I knew that many Kiss songs. And then it just turned out I knew all of them. You know, just because you just, I've got so many sort of hits that, that, you, that you know, that you, yeah. you know, listen to, that you didn't, didn't realise of them, kind of thing. And then, um, well, I didn't know them. And um, and the stage show was just mind blowing. Like, oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Um, and yeah, and it was just the riffing was brilliant. So it was a no brainer when they asked us to do it. It's like, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like you know, with Belgium, you know. I'm hoping to see him in a couple of months because I've never seen him, never seen Kiss myself. It's so I'm gonna do it. Absolutely brilliant. You know, every band that's good. Has people that love them or hate them, I think. It just it tends to be that way, doesn't it? Um, mm. And I, I didn't know whether I even liked Kiss that much when I went to see them play live. And then by the time I finished, finished the, the, the show, I was a bit, I was a, I'm a bigger fan. <laughs> I just, 
I just can't believe how good they are. They're everything that's kind of missing from music and, and, and rock these days, I think. It's crazy. Just, they're so much fun. Like you guys. I mean, you guys are always fun life. Always. I've never, I've, I've seen you a few times and I've never walked away disappointed. You always put that's in, yeah. Well, that's it. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're not there to, we're not there basically just to um, recreate the songs for people to listen to. We're there to have a good time. And, you know, as soon as it stops being a good time for us, then we'll just quit. You know, I guess that's, that makes up a rock and roll band. That's right, man. It's all about the rock and roll. And, of course, I mean, uh, you know, what else is in the future for you guys? I mean, you're, you're doing marathons and stuff as well uh, for charity and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so my, um, my daughter is uh, type 1 diabetic. Um, mm. So I just kind of like wanted to raise some money for um, one of the really good sort of um, diabetes research um, charities. So that's what I did. And uh, I did a half marathon as well, which has been really well. And um, so, <laughs> so it's all kind of like building up to possibly maybe doing an Iron Man or something at some point. Wow. I'm the least Iron Man looking person you've ever seen. I'm more like a more like a tin man really, but um it's uh it's something that I enjoy, isn't it? And um I'm trying, you know, raise a bit of awareness about about type one diabetes mm. the main the main thing being that like type one diabetes is is something that often comes on early onset, like in juveniles, like yes. younger people, and and it's something that you can't. It's you know I like everyone else. Then I then I my daughter was told that she she was um a diabetic, um, and she had to be injected five times a day to keep her alive for the rest of her life, and there's no cure. I I have my first thing is oh my god, I give it they'll be giving her too many sweets and. And it, it's got nothing to do with that. It's just, mm. It means that your, your pancreas has, has basically failed. So, um, anyway. so that's my message. Don't, don't confuse type 1 with type 2. Type 2 you, you do to yourself. Yes. You, you battered your pancreas into submission. But type 1 uh, often, you know, it's kids, it hit mine when I was two or three. Um, and it's, you know, it's pretty tough. It's tough on the parents, I Oh, dude, I, I, I could imagine. I could imagine, but you doing that sort of thing, you know, with the marathons. Like I've got a mate of mine who, who, uh, who, who started doing marathons because uh, to raise money for Parkinson's. Oh wow! He's gone from running from one side of the street to like doing laps around our massive, massive block. He, he's an absolute yeah. machine. I'm super proud of him, mate. Um, so yeah, it's good. I think it's amazing what you can do when when you put your mind to it. Mm. You know, I never thought I'd ever. Be able to run a marathon, and honestly, never thought I'd ever get to it. And um, it's one of those things where um, I think everyone can surprise themselves. And you don't have to you don't have to kill yourself doing it. You just have to. It's all about. Um, I was even coached by my brother, and he said it's all about time on the road. So if you're out there for five minutes running on your first run, then great. Mm. That's five minutes. No time you run for six minutes. Brilliant, you know. It doesn't matter if you run for five minutes ten times a day. Is that how? It's all about time on the road. That's it, and building it up. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm next. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? When when you actually when it comes to like an actual run, a competitive run or like marathon, whatever, the adrenaline that kicks in and and the people cheering you on 
it's such a buzz. I think it, 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 it doubles your performance. You go twice as far and twice as fast as you could. So. There you go. That's my running tips for the day. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to give that a go because uh, I don't run yeah, and he keeps telling me to do it and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to use that as my motivation. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if I can do it, trust me, if I can do it, after 25 years of boozing and, and chain smoking, if I can run a marathon in three hours 20, trust me, anyone can. I'm, I, well, I've quit durries. Well, we call them durries, Danny. Cigarettes. <laughs> so I don't smoke anymore. I'm having one beer well now, and uh, that'll, that'll be it. Brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 have two, because, <laughs> because um, you know, you need the carbs. So the, before, the night before the end London Marathon, I, had, I think I had about three pints and a fish finger sandwich. And nice. I had lots of meat. Lots of, lots of good carbs in, in beer, my friend. I like that. I like the way you think. I like the way you think. Well, <laughs> dude, thank you so much for taking the time to, ta- to hang out on the show. Easter is cancer. comes out on October 4, and we'll see you in March. Until then, take care. Cheers. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 